This is Ticker Symbol U, a podcast focused on highlighting advanced technologies that are transforming our lives and disrupting their competitors in the process. My name is Alex, and I'm definitely not a financial advisor. I'm just a nerd that loves sharing my personal vision of the future and putting my money where my mouth is. To learn more, find me at tickersymbolu.com or youtube.com slash tickersymboluyou. Let's start with this. I think it's safe to say there's some excitement about the Round Hill Ball Metaverse ETF, ticker symbol META. Well, I spent the last few days researching it, and boy, is it not what I expected. In this episode, I'm excited to share with you everything I've learned about this Meta ETF, the way it's managed, and how it compares to ARKW, ARK Invest's fund themed around the next generation of internet applications. Your time is valuable, so here's the bottom line up front. The Meta ETF could be a serious winner, not just because of the stocks that are in it, but because of who's managing it and how. Let's start by looking at what's inside the fund. In my opinion, the top stocks are exactly what we'd want to see representing the metaverse in its infancy today. NVIDIA is almost 11% of the fund, Roblox is in at almost 10%, and then there are heavy hitters like Microsoft, Meta Platforms, and Unity Software to round out the top 5 stocks. These top 5 positions account for just under 40% of the fund. The big thing these five companies have in common is that they will all influence the metaverse in multiple ways. For example, NVIDIA builds servers and supercomputers and also the chips that go into devices to connect to the metaverse, like computers and VR headsets. Also, through their Omniverse initiative, NVIDIA builds virtual platforms for content creation and developing digital twins of physical assets. That's why it sits at the top of this fund. Every company inside this ETF falls into at least one of a number of categories of things that benefit the metaverse. Those categories are hardware, computing components, networking, virtual platforms, data services, digital payments, and content creation platforms. For computing components, we have stocks like Taiwan Semiconductor, Qualcomm, Apple, Intel, AMD, and Skyworks. It's cool to see companies like Qualcomm and Skyworks in here to represent the mobile device market instead of limiting this fund to stationary devices and servers. For content, we have Roblox, Unity Software, C-Limited for their Garena platform, Take-Two Interactive, Electronic Arts, and Activision Blizzard. These are some of the biggest interactive content creators, publishers, and distributors on the planet, and they often have a platform that connects their various digital products. For example, in Roblox, every player automatically is given an avatar, which is a human-like character that's consistent across the more than 40 million experiences on the Roblox platform. They have an on-platform currency called Robux, which is good across all of their experiences. They offer connective features at the platform level, like cross-game chat, seasonal events and celebrations, virtual lobbies, and so on. In my opinion, these cross-game platform-level features that connect people while they're inside different experiences are a serious stepping stone to a fully connected metaverse. And together, these platforms are currently called virtual worlds. Many stocks are inside this fund for more than one reason, meaning they fit into more than one of these categories. C-Limited is not just in here because of gaming, but because of the digital payment solutions that spun out of their Garena platform to become C-Money. That's why many fintech and e-commerce companies like Amazon, C-Limited, Coinbase, Alibaba, Square, and PayPal are all in the Meta ETF. Amazon isn't just in here because of e-commerce. It's on the list because Amazon Web Services powers a third of the internet today and will surely power a significant portion of the metaverse tomorrow. 
The way the positions are chosen and weighted in this fund are also a little different than how ARK Invest does it, and I actually really like the approach. Let's jump over to the fact sheet for some quick context, and then I'll show you what I mean. Roundhill directly references ARK Invest's 2021 Big Ideas report, which I also reference when I cover the metaverse. That's why I'm comparing this fund directly to ARKW. The market opportunity for the metaverse in video games alone is expected to roughly double over the next five years. That alone is a 15% compound annual growth rate in the total addressable market. According to ARK Invest, revenues from virtual worlds like Roblox and others are expected to double over the next five years as well. Putting that together with Bloomberg Intelligence, who believes the market opportunity for the metaverse as a whole could reach $800 billion by 2024, we can make a ballpark guess that around half the revenues, or around $400 billion, will come from video games, and the other half will come from somewhere else, mainly commercial applications. If you're interested in learning more about the companies pushing the limits on VR for a wide variety of commercial applications, check out my recent episode on it. I think it does a pretty good job connecting some of the more interesting dots, and all of the companies I mention in it are actually inside this ETF. If you're interested, I'll leave a link to that in the description below as well. Alright, so the metaverse will be an $800 billion market in 2025, split between consumer entertainment and commercial applications. To capture the growth of this entire market, the Meta ETF is designed to offer investors exposure to the performance of the Ball Metaverse Index, which is the first index globally designed to track the performance of the metaverse. This is where things get really interesting. What is the Ball Metaverse Index? Well, let's start with Matthew Ball. Matthew Ball is a managing partner of Apillion which is an early-stage venture fund and advisor. He's also a venture partner at Makers Fund, which is the world's largest gaming venture fund. There's no doubt that this dude understands investing. However, it should also be clear that he really understands the metaverse. This past summer, he published a nine-part series covering the general framework of the metaverse, as well as the roles of hardware, networking, compute power, virtual platforms, content, payments, and a couple of other important elements of the internet today, and how they translate into a connected metaverse in the future. Just like I read all of Ark Invest's research, one of my goals over the coming holidays is to catch up on all of Matthew's essays so that I can share my findings with you. Even Mark Zuckerberg says that these essays are a great analysis of what the metaverse is today and what it could be in the future. My point in talking about Matthew Ball is to show you that this isn't some random fund manager just capitalizing on the latest market trends and buzzwords. His deep experience in gaming, media, and investing might just make him the exact right person at the exact right time to manage a global metaverse index fund like this one. So let's talk about the cool way that this fund is being managed. The Ball Metaverse Index is maintained by yet another organization founded by Matthew Ball, called Ball Metaverse Research Partners. The Ball Metaverse Index is a selection of companies in categories defined by the Metaverse Market Map. Based on the research and analysis of an expert council with deep domain knowledge, the Metaverse Market Map is a detailed projection of the different types of companies that will enable the Metaverse and benefit from its generated revenues and profits. These categories will change as technology and consumer behaviors evolve, determined through the analyses of the expert council. This Metaverse Market Map covers the categories I talked about earlier. Hardware, computing power, networking, virtual platforms, data services, digital payments, and content creation platforms. This is where that list comes from and why we see stocks like NVIDIA and Unity Software, but also stocks like C-Limited, Coinbase, and Cloudflare. Here's the part I'm really excited about. This fund is rebalanced quarterly, but in a very clever way. 
Instead of being conviction-weighted like ARK Invest's ARK W, this index fund utilizes a proprietary tiered weighting methodology. Ball Metaverse Research Partners maintains a database of companies relevant to the metaverse. Upon each selection day, held quarterly in March, June, September, and December, every company in the database is ranked by the expert council as either a pure play, core, or non-core company in each category outlined in this metaverse market map. Each company is given a score in each category based on how much of their business affects that part of the metaverse. So pure play companies are given a 5, core companies receive a 2, and non-core companies get a 1. Then the council makes sure the total combined weight for each category adds up to 100%. No single category, like networking or digital payments, can be more than 25% of the portfolio, and companies can be classified across multiple categories, but single components are capped at 8% of that category. If that sounds confusing to you, think about it like this. The Metaverse Jedi Council gets together and scores every company based on how relatively awesome they are at Metaverse-related things like hardware, computing power, virtual platforms, and so on. Then they decide how important those same categories are to the Metaverse and how the holdings inside this index fund should be ranked as a result. If one company is too awesome in a given category, the extra awesomeness is divided among the rest of the companies in that category according to how awesome they are at that same thing. If one category is too important, its excess importance is given to the other categories the same exact way. Since we know the rules and the current weights of the holdings, I bet we could come close to figuring out what scores this Jedi Council is assigning each company in each category. You know, for science. If we figure that out and can keep it up to date over time, it could reveal which companies are dominating which categories according to these industry experts, which could give us some information that other investors don't have. Tweet me at ticker symbol U if you're interested in helping me do that. This could be a really fun project, and I'm willing to set it up if there's interest in helping out. And speaking of helping ticker symbol U, whether you're looking for a new home for your own portfolio, or you just want to invest in the channel that invests in you, you can go to public.com slash ticker symbol U, and you'll receive a free slice of stock worth up to $70 when you fund your account. Public.com is free to use with no account minimum to get started, doesn't charge fees for standard trades, and allows you to buy slices of stocks for as little as $1. They also support over 20 cryptocurrencies, including Bitcoin, Ether, and Solana, if that's how you're choosing to invest in the metaverse and other advanced internet applications. Either way, if you're interested in claiming that free slice of stock worth up to $70, I'll leave a link to that exclusive offer for you in the description below. Okay, so I've covered what's in this metaverse fund today, the key categories that the stocks fall into, the fund manager himself, and the weighting system. There's one more thing that I want to do, which is compare it to ARKW, ARK Invest's fund themed around the next generation of internet applications. I was actually really surprised to find out how different these funds are, given that they're both thematic funds focused on the future of the internet, and that the Meta Funds fact sheet directly references ARK Invest's research. I'm happy to admit how wrong my assumptions were. Let's start with the fund holdings themselves. ARKW holds a much wider variety of internet companies like Tesla, Teladoc, Shopify, Roku, Spotify, Twilio, DraftKings, Palantir, Etsy, DocuSign, and NanoDimensions. These companies are more about reducing the costs and pain points associated with various professional services by shifting their infrastructures online, enabling them to work on mobile devices, and improving them with artificial intelligence. ArcW has a very broad theme. 
Many of the companies only found in Meta are very tightly related, including NVIDIA, Microsoft, Amazon, Taiwan Semiconductor, Qualcomm, Intel, AMD, Google, and Alibaba. Wow, talk about the tech giants of today. The two funds overlap on just nine holdings, Roblox, Unity Software, Coinbase, Metaverse Platforms, formerly Facebook, C-Limited, Snapchat, Square, Cloudflare, and Disney, which actually represent a pretty good cross-section of all the different categories that define the next-generation internet applications for ARK Invest and the different categories that the Metaverse Fund cares about as well. These funds only overlap by about 23% by weight which isn't all that much considering how similar they are in theme. Also, in case you were curious, the Meta ETF only has three holdings in common with ARK-K, ARK Invest's flagship innovation fund, Unity Software, Coinbase, and Square. They hardly overlap at all. By contrast, ARK-K and ARK-W overlap by a whopping 20 holdings and about 50% by weight. In my opinion, this shows us that ARK Invest is trying to pick the next winners of the internet in their ecosystem of actively managed funds, while the Meta ETF is claiming that the current winners will keep winning as today's internet transforms into tomorrow's metaverse, which will encompass many of the themes that ARK Invest has individual funds for, like fintech and automation. These are two completely different approaches for investing in the technologies of the future. Tweet me at ticker symbol U with your thoughts on the Metaverse ETF versus ARKW, ARK Invest's fund themed around the next generation of internet applications. Are you surprised by how little they overlap and how different their take on the future of the internet is? Which fund and weighting system appeals to you more? Would you hold both in your portfolio or will you end up picking one over the other? I'm excited to hear your thoughts. Here's my assessment. When it comes to the fund managers, I'm excited to learn a lot more about Matthew Ball. I'm going to spend some time and read all of his articles, as well as try to decode his weighting system for the fund each quarter. From what I've seen so far, he's put together a killer financial product. That said, ARKW has been around for over 7 years now and has returned over 700% since inception. People who think Kathy Wood is anything but an incredible portfolio manager are absolutely delusional. No exceptions. Speaking of which, ARKW has $5.5 billion in it in terms of assets under management. But don't let that fool you. The Meta ETF is already 50% bigger than ARKX, ARK Invest's newest fund themed around space exploration, even though it's only about half as old. So, Meta is already proving to be a product that investors want in their portfolios. That's awesome growth. I think what it really comes down to is which investing approach you're looking for. Do you want a fund manager that actively trades daily to take advantage of swings in price like the ones we're experiencing right now? Or do you want a fund with a structured weighting system that gets updated quarterly, presumably based on the latest earnings information? Do you want a wider spread of companies that are enabled by advances in the internet like Tesla and Teladoc and Twitter? Or do you want more of a focused group of companies that are making those advances to the internet like NVIDIA? Nvidia and Microsoft and Unity. Here's my verdict. For me personally, I actually prefer the Meta Fund for a bunch of reasons. If you've been following my portfolio project so far, you'll notice a lot of overlap between this Meta ETF and my own portfolio, so it really aligns with my vision of the future and my investment thesis in it. Like I mentioned earlier, another great thing I really like is that Meta has almost no overlap with ARK-K, while ARK-K and ARK-W overlap by a whopping 20 stocks or almost 50% by weight. Meta and ARK-K could be two great funds to hold a lot of and then pick individual stocks to overweight in your own portfolio. 
This is a strategy that I will talk about in future episodes. But for now, I hope this episode helped you learn about the Roundhill Ball Metaverse ETF, the Ball Metaverse Index that it tracks, the system that Matthew Ball and his Jedi Council use to shape that index each quarter, as well as Matthew Ball himself, since these funds are only as good as their managers. Thanks for watching, and until next time, this is Ticker Symbol U. My name is Alex, reminding you that the best investment you can make is in you.